You're listening to Food Integrity Now with your host, Carol Gervais. Hello, everyone. It's Carol, and I've been doing Food Integrity Now for over 10 years, and I just wanted to touch base with all of our listeners during this time where a lot of people are in fear of what's going to happen in the future with the coronavirus. And we're in a climate where it's really important to build your immune system, which I feel is always important, but maybe even more so now. But if we're building our immune system, doing what we love, laughing, enjoying our life, and really being grateful for everything that we have in our life, I think these simple things can help you so that you won't go into fear when things happen like we know they're going to in our crazy world right now. So just remember how powerful you are to take control of your life and enjoy every moment, be in the now, and do your research on the information you're hearing and use critical thinking. So I'm going to move on to the show, but I just wanted to let you know that uh, I'm here to assist if you need anything. Thank you. My guest today is Linda Masterson. Linda Masterson is a soul coach, astrologer, and counselor who loves supporting ones in living passionately and authentically. She has been eating premium spirulina since 1992, enjoying the benefits of this food's amazing nutrition. She joined the New Phoenix Rising Company when it launched in 2011 with its flagship product, Biolumina Spirulina, which is the highest quality spirulina in today's marketplace. She loves educating about the purity, potency, and process that separates Biolumina Spirulina from the rest of the pack, encouraging people to, don't believe me, just put it in your body for one month then you will know what it can do for you. Linda, welcome to Food Integrity Now. Thank you, Carol. It's great to be here. Well, it's wonderful to have you, and I'm looking forward to uh, learning a lot today, and I hope our listeners will too. Well, let's, let's have a great, rich, and hopefully really educational, informative conversation. That's my intention. So that's what we will create. So Linda, uh, one of the things that I wanted to talk with you about today is uh, spirulina, which is a word that I think many people know, and maybe some people are taking. But more specifically, uh, I want to talk about biolumina spirulina. And some of the things that biolumina spirulina can assist with in your body. Uh, let's just start out by you've been involved uh, with this company for how many years? Since before its inception in 2011. So what would that be about? Can you give us a little history of Biolumina and maybe say a few words about why you were inspired to assist in its uh, creation and get this product out to as many people as possible? 
Sure, I'd love to. In a nutshell, in 1992, I made the acquaintance of an amazing man named Dr. Christopher Hills. He was at the time the head of a company called Lightforce, and Lightforce offered a high quality spirulina at the time. Dr. Hills had, um, in prior decades, wanted to make a difference with the world hunger problem. And so he went on a search for a food that could actually feed humanity. And he centered in on spirulina as an answer to global hunger. And then he, in doing the research, he realized that it was immensely nutritious. So anyway, I met him in 1992. I began eating spirulina in 1992. His company, he passed over, his company um, closed, and so that spirulina wasn't available until two individuals who also had a long history with Dr. Hills started this company called New Phoenix Rising. So really, we're sort of a reincarnation of that earlier commitment to quality spirulina because two reasons. One, spirulina does have the potential of ending the world hunger problem. We'd have to do a lot of infrastructure distribution stuff to accomplish that, but it could solve the problem. And secondly, for any individual who's willing to put it in their body, it's immensely nutritious. Okay, I want to uh, play devil's advocate for a minute. So you made a statement that it has a potential to assist in the world hunger problem. How is that possible? It is a food that is complete. And by that, what I mean is humans can live on it for unlimited periods of time. It's a complete food. So if we could provide every individual of the seven plus billion humans on the planet with a tablespoon of spirulina a day, nobody would go hungry. Now, in terms of distribution, we don't have the setup. In terms of even production, we don't have the setup. But spirulina is earth positive, it's water positive, it's land positive in terms of its growing uh, requirements. And so it's definitely not beyond humanity's power to accomplish this if we wanted to, if we were organized to do it. Hmm, wonderful. A question that comes to my mind, and I think uh, it might be a question in some of our audience's mind, what exactly is spirulina? Oh, that's so great. It's a freshwater does not grow in the oceans, a freshwater microalgae. Okay. It has been on the earth for an estimated 3.6 billion years out of earth's 4.5 billion years. It's thought that spirulina, this algae, may have played a role in the formation of the earth atmosphere. Oh, interesting. It, it likes to live in complete sunlight, and it prefers an environment that's in the range of 110 degrees to 130 degrees. So in all of those billions of years, it has never competed with another organism because no other organism likes the environment that spirulina likes. 
I love that about it. It'll make more sense as we get into what's the significance of that. We'll get to that. Okay, great. So I know one of the things that I've learned about spirulina and biolumina is that uh, it has, uh, more specifically biolumina, has a very high level of phycocyanins. And let's just start there. Uh, first of all, what are phycocyanins? Okay, great. Um, plants, all plants have color molecules in them. Everything, the full spectrum from red all the way over to violet. And phycocyan is a rich, vivid, iridescent blue pigment that is exceedingly rare in nature, only showing up in blue-green algaes. Huh. But, just, but just keep in mind, there are all kinds of color pigments, like carotenes or orange. Right. There, there's a whole spectrum. These are phytonutrients. Plant okay. nutrients. Okay, so in layman's term, they're just really good for our immune system and other things. And with this gets a little technical, so I'm not going to go down this trail too far. Okay. Nutrition actually exists in a couple of octaves. So we have the molecular level, which is um, the nutrition value of the food that we're most familiar with. Then there are subtler levels of nutrition that different foods bring in. For instance, if I eat an apple that was grown in China and shipped in a container and irradiated at the dock in LA and taken to a Safeway store where I pick it up and then eat it a, within a day, that apple is what a month out from it's being picked, and it's been subjected to a number. So the vitality, the nutritional vitality of that apple is much reduced by yes. that whole process. Now, if I go down to the farmer's market, buy an apple that was picked that morning, that obviously has a greater level of nutrition. But the nutrition I'm referring to is not molecular. It's subtle energies that we're not really testing nutritionally these days. Is this making any sense? It is. Can you say a bit more about subtle energies? Just so if I have a question, I figure the audience will have a simple I think it's perfect. I think it's perfect. Now, I'm not an expert about this. I, I have the same level of expertise any human does, and I can relate to what account I just gave. If I go to the farmer's market, obviously that's healthier, more alive, more vital. Well, these subtle energies are part of our lives all the time, but when our science doesn't take them into account very well. I can make a little transition into something you're going to ask me in a moment to our quantum infusion process. Yes, I would love listeners to know a little bit more about what that means. Let me touch on it, and then we'll see if we can organize this, if it needs to be organized. Great. We, we grow 
the most potent spirulina on the planet in the most pure environment and we rapidly dry it so the spirulina that we bring to the market is alive when we add liquids to it the it can regrow it's alive it's a raw food okay so we take that raw food and we apply a subtle energy process to it called quantum infusion this is the leading edge of science so if people are unfamiliar with it don't worry about it it is nevertheless very real and in fact the russian scientists are way more advanced than american scientists are in this area but what what our scientist does is he creates a set of frequencies one of them would be rapid recovery from athletic practice let's say so that there's a set of frequencies and these are applied in the same way as flower essences to take another example enhance the subtle body of the human being that's how flower essences work when i bring a flower essence into my body it's not working at a cellular level it's working at a subtle energy level is this making any sense to you carol it it, it it does make a lot of sense and when you were talking about flower essences i just wanted to give a little bit of a reference if people want to understand that a little bit more you know you can look that up and understand a little bit more how flower essences work and that may help you understand a little bit more about the subtle energies in biolumina excellent and excellent okay great phycocyanins uh very high in phycocyanins uh, higher than any other spirulina out there Yeah the reason we the reason I say we grow the richest um spirulina on the planet is that we guarantee our product to have 20% phycocyanin or more and we often have um phyco levels in the range of 25%. Okay that's nice but what does it mean? Yes. Um phycocyanin is a highly researched nutrient. and what we're learning about it is it is immensely supportive of the immune system so getting back to the marketplace before i go more into fico in the marketplace the highest levels that are commonly available are 7% so we're offering a much more potent product the significance of this is to the health of the body phycocyanin is being recognized as an antioxidant an antiviral a support for the immune system in a very potent way do you want to go down that trail any further i want to i want to back up a little bit and and when you mention phycocyanin and the amount of research that's been done on phycocyanins and uh recently i've been made aware of 
a study in uh, Science Direct, and they did a study with the effect of uh, phycocyanins on RNA viruses. And do you want to share a little bit? Because I know you're you're familiar with this study, with what 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 that means or could possibly mean. Yeah. Now again, this is not expert offering. Right. Like you, I'm a layperson, but gotcha. I've read that same article that you're referring to. And what's exciting about the article, we need to understand that viruses come in many different varieties. And one of the varieties that's most concerning is a variety of virus that changes RNA. RNA is a component in the DNA in the human body. Um, So there's certain viruses that interfere with RNA. Now, anything that interferes with our RNA DNA function is not good. Let's just keep it simple. It's not good. Like GMOs. GMOs. So, so what this article reports is that the phycocyanin, again, phycocyanin is only available through spirulina and other blue-green algaes, but spirulina is the richest source of phycocyanin. In other words, phycocyanin is a rare nutrient. Okay. Super rare. So what this article put forth is that um, some studies were done that proved that phycocyanin mitigates the viral harm to DNA. So let's say that I put myself in an environment where there's a harmful virus that's going to interfere with my DNA. If I have phycocyanin in my body, that's less likely to harm me. Okay. So it's a tool. It's a tool that works directly to support the integrity of the DNA. It's so important these days. Yeah. Well, that's wonderful information. And I know that there's more uh, nutrition-wise that we want to cover how does it support our immunity and our stress? If it's okay with you, I'm going to expand your question out into electromagnetic stress. Okay, great. Is that okay? Absolutely. We're all under stress these days to some degree, given the global challenge that we're facing. So Mm -hmm. we don't need to go into that. We just recognize that there's stress related to that. Yes. We're also in an environment where our devices require more and more electromagnetic um, services so that we can use our devices the way that we find convenient. And we're extending this desire more and more each year which results in us being surrounded by what one term for it is electrosmog. Well, different bodies have different responses to this. You know that. Yes. And it's, it's, some people who are sensitive 
actually cannot live in certain areas. We're surrounded by it on many fronts. We deal with Wi-Fi and routers and cell phones, but we also have smart meters. And now we also have a proposal by some of the world's corporations to put upwards of 20,000 satellites in orbit to support the what is proposed 5G network. I've well, heard that number to be uh, growing too. Even greater than that. I've greater, but, but just a phenomenal amount. The point being that on an individual level, we could get involved in the politics of that, but we're not going that there today. What we're going to do today is focus on what can I do to keep myself strong and healthy? Well, in the Chernobyl nuclear accident of 1987. So this is history, but what's beautiful about this history is a lot of science was conducted at that time about the value, the efficacy of spirulina in response to radiation sickness. Wow. So we have medical scientific articles that demonstrate how powerful spirulina is in mitigating the effects of radiation. And now I'm going to summarize that statement. Spirulina has been proven to protect, cleanse, and repair radiation damage. So now I want to take that one step further. It protects by saturating the thyroid, the human thyroid, with bioavailable precursor for iodine. The thyroid is the most vulnerable part of the human body to radiation. Yes. It cleanses by chelating. Chelating is a fancy term for getting rid of. <laughs> right. Chelating radioactive elements from the body. It also chelates heavy metals out of the body. So it protects, it cleanses, and it repairs. It repairs by the dynamic I was speaking about earlier, that RNA, DNA support that the phycocyanin provides. And it's, you know, one of the things we rarely talk about in discussions about health we rarely talk about protecting and strengthening our DNA. So let's see, to summarize all of that, in, in relation to electrosmog and radiation, this is a proven, potent food. Questions? Yes, radiation. So you, you spoke a little bit about electrosmog, and I think especially um, my educated audience is aware of EMFs and, and RFs. And another thing that many people that I find in discussing this topic are not fully aware of is the radiation that was created due to Fukushima. And they think it's a past event and we're good to go now. And that is not true. You want to speak a little bit about that? Uh, yeah, I do. Thank you for giving me the opportunity. 
our official sources, such as the EPA and even the World Health Organization, issue statements that there is no health risk related to Fukushima these days. That's the official word. However, we know from committed and brave sources, such as Helen Caldicott, mm -hmm. she's a pediatrician from Australia who has been speaking about nuclear radiation risk for decades, very committed to the simple truth of things. And she is still giving out factual information about the real exposure. The fact is the ocean is highly polluted with radiation, the Pacific Ocean. The fact is that the jet stream is still carrying radioactive um, elements from the Fukushima situation. This is not being reported, and it's up to us as individuals to be proactive for ourselves and our families. I agree. And one suggestion I, I have for our listeners is do, do some research about this. And Helen Caldicott, she is a wonderful source, but you can find other sources out there. So um, like, like anything that we talk about on this show, I, I don't expect you to take my word for it or Linda's word for it. We want to empower everyone to be their own health advocate and advocate for their life. Yeah. Look things up and, yeah. and then using critical thinking, you know, you get to decide that. So thank you for sharing that with us, Linda. So now I want to go into a little bit more about the nutrition, other nutritional benefits of uh, bioalumina. Let's do it. Let's talk a little bit maybe about um, what it can assist with uh, in regard to heart, uh, heart, blood, and cardiovascular health. Let's do it. Okay. So it's rich in omega-3s and 6s and GLA. Those are nutrients that are all very heart positive. We have lots of reports of it regulating blood pressure. It's amazing. I'll just give an anecdote here. We had a person, a woman, who had been working with the medical center at Stanford for a, uh, she had a situation where her blood pressure was fluctuating wildly and they couldn't get it under control, which is very risky health-wise. You know, it was a very concerning situation. And within a week of eating bioluminous smoothies on a daily basis, her blood pressure regulated. Um, Biolumina works to increase the health of blood vessels too, the plasticity of blood vessels. It also helps alkalinize the whole system, which is necessary for health. We all should be focused on alkalinizing our systems. And I can say this about biolumina in an overall sense. It is a whole body alkalinizer. So it's good for the whole body and the heart in that regard. 
I want to just interject uh, for a second here, just for a little education, if, if our listeners aren't really aware of the importance of, you know, being in balance as far as your acidity in your body and your alkalinity. And it's very important to have that balance because it's very difficult for disease to grow in a balanced body. So, and it's an easy thing. You can look up um, different foods besides biolumina that will assist you in alkalizing your body. And you can also test yourself with pH strips and it, it will tell you where you are on that spectrum. And um, I know for my clients, that's one of the recommendations I give, you know, it's just, you know, become more in balance actually in every era of your life, but right now we're talking about alkalinity versus um, acidity. So I just wanted to interject that. And I want to make a footnote to that, which is that stress is one of the most acidifying factors to the human system. Right. I, I totally agree. If you're eating all the right food, you're uh, you're eating organic, you're eating lots of greens, you know, all these healthy, great, wonderful things for your body, including biolumina. And if you're in a state of heightened stress, your body may become very acidic. So that's just really important to know. So what other health things do you want to talk about? Okay, uh, how about, um, we talked about radiation. Let's talk a little bit about uh, digestion or detoxing and cleansing your body. I think this is just a, such an important topic these days because as we know, we live in an environment where we're presented with all kinds of pollutants, even in our homes. <laughs> with the cleaning things. And anyway, I won't go down the, that trail, but the point is we can do something about this. When, when we are working with someone who is new to Biolumina, because it's such a powerful detoxer, we, we are very clear with people, start small and grow. And the reason is, even those of us who are eating clean, even most of us who are eating clean still have a toxic overload. Yes. And the key to detox is to take it a step at a time and not overdo it. There's no need to be uncomfortable. So what we ask people to do is start with a quarter of a teaspoon and you're on a ramp working up to a tablespoon of bioluminous spirulina a day. That tablespoon is full adult nutrition for a day. Isn't that amazing? Yes. Yes. I, I have a smoothie with it in it every day and I mix up what I put in there and sometimes I just... Or you can just drink it on its own. The one thing I will say, and um, because people have asked me this, is do not stir it. <laughs> you have to shake it. You, it have to be shaken. you have to shake it because it's, it's thick and it sticks to things. And you'll notice the color. That color is so beautiful. And you may look at that color thinking, I've never seen that color before. That is that color, the blue and the green is 
phycocyanin and chlorophyll to yeah. the max. Yeah. They're yeah. dialed up as high as they'll get anywhere in nature. Yes. So anything else you want to say about digestion or? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So, so bringing bilumina into the body is done gradually. And once you get up to your maintenance of one tablespoon a day, your body will continue to detox. And how do you recognize that? You recognize it in the usual detox ways. It'll go out through the urine, the poop, the sweat whatever. And that's an ongoing process, but it's a very kind, gradual process. So, and also another thing it's doing, and we haven't even mentioned this, is it's helping the liver unload its toxins. And that's where toxins typically gather in the human system. Mm -hmm. So do, we want to go very gradually. Yeah. I, I take probably two tablespoons a day, but I've been taking it for quite a while. That's what I do. And I also want to mention, like you said a little while ago, it's a James Bond cocktail. It's shaken, not stirred. And James the other, Bond. <laughs> it's a James Bond cocktail. And the other thing I like to do is just shake it up with some orange juice. Mm. I've tried orange juice and I've tried apple juice. And with apple juice, it clumps more. With orange juice, it actually will come to a state of being fully declumped, let's say. Hmm. Yeah. Well, I never have to worry about it because it's almost always in my smoothie. So it you know, just whips up beautifully. So, Do you want to talk about why our spirulina is so pure? I mentioned to you before we started the call the three Ps. One of the Ps is the purity that allows us to have that beautiful high level of uh, phycocyanin. Absolutely. I think that's so important. Uh, purity of uh, food, purity of supplements, very important topic. So please. That's the thing that, um, there are three things that distinguish us, the purity, the process, and the potency. The potency is the FICO, the process is the quantum infusion, like the flower essences we mentioned earlier. Now let's talk about purity. The way that this spirulina, our spirulina farm operates, is incredibly clean. Spirulina is grown in a three-day process from beginning to end, which means it's not exposed to atmospheric pollutants that other plants, vegetables, etc., are exposed to. Because lettuce, for instance, takes 55 days to go from seed to picking it, to harvest. And that lettuce has sat under whatever your atmosphere has. Mm -hmm. so, so spirulina, our spirulina is grown in an extremely pure environment, out in the desert, away from atmospheric pollutants. It's grown in three days, then it's harvested, then it's low temperature, air dried, which means it's still alive. This is a raw vegan product. Mm. Very few people really connect with that idea, but it's really important. We grow the other spirulinas on the market. The, a lot of the spirulina on the market comes from China. That spirulina 
is exposed to whatever it's exposed to in China, and they do not have a great reputation for clean growing. Then it's put through irradiation just to come into the country. Plus, it has low levels of FICO. So it's just not recommended. And that's yeah. the nature of most of the spirulina on the American market. There's a little bit of spirulina coming in from Hawaii. It's pretty clean. It's not as potent. Okay. Yeah. There's one other thing about the organic designation on spirulina, no matter where it's grown. Okay, share with us about that. Years ago, the standards for organic were changed because a certain fertilizer was building up salts in soil. This fertilizer is called Chilean nitrate. It's a dirt product. In other words, it's found in its pure form on the surface of the earth in Chile. Okay. But anyway, this Chilean nitrate is, is used as a fertilizer around the world, but from the organic standpoint, it was found to build up salts in the soil that were diminishing the vitality of soil. So it was excluded from any organic growing. Now, spirulina is grown in water, okay. so there's no soil involved in the process. Chilean nitrate has been historically used in spirulina growing to provide the right level of fertilizer for the spirulina to grow. So when the organic standard was changed, it was applied to water growing, hydroponic growing, and soil growing which meant that we could no longer call our spirulina organic. Mm -hmm. So we, unlike many other growers, chose to stay with Chilean nitrate to grow our spirulina, and here's why. The alternative is to use animal blood and animal byproducts to accomplish the same fertilization that the Chilean nitrate does. The, the spirulinas that are designated organic are typically using animal blood and animal byproducts to grow their spirulina. This is horrible for a lot of reasons. For one thing, it's definitely not a vegan product. But on a much deeper level, what were those animals fed? Mm -hmm. Where did, did we just introduce GMOs into the spirulina environment? Yeah. yeah. So our spirulina is grown with Chilean nitrate, which means we cannot say that we're organic. We can't. But what we say is we're actually better than what is being labeled organic spirulina. So that's our level of purity. And that's our commitment to purity. So any questions about all that? No, uh, you educated me. I did not know that. And that's, that's really good to know. And it makes sense. I certainly don't want to be eating uh, animal, blood and animal blood. And as we know, whatever that animal eats, we eat, we get it. So um, yeah, that's crazy.
Well, Linda, is there anything else you want to share before we wrap up? Uh, I think we've covered quite a bit here. Um, I will let people know I'm going to put a link on uh, the show page and you will, it'll be linked there several times so that you can learn more about it and it'll link you to, um, to where you can purchase it if you so desire. And, and also I, I'm going to, uh, I'm going to link a few more uh, nutritional benefits that um, maybe we didn't cover fully during this interview. And uh, just so you can educate yourself a little bit more about BioLumina and all the wonderful health benefits. And we certainly are in an environment that we are just being bombarded by toxins and, and stress. And I think this is a wonderful tool to, I told Linda, my intention for doing this show was to educate and to assist humanity with a tool that I believe in that I think is just an amazing product. And that's why I wanted to have Linda come on and share this valuable information with us. I love talking about this. You asked if there was anything else I wanted to offer. Yes. The thing I want to underline, Carol, is this is a food, not a supplement. Oh, yeah. And the only thing in the jar is spirulina. This is not a bunch of ingredients that are put together in a laboratory. It's like carrots. It's a food. Yeah. Very good point. And it's a food that Carol and I invite you to put in your body. If you put it in your body for a month, you will know what it can do for you. Yeah. It's as simple as that. Yeah. All this talk can only take you so far. You really have to reach the point where you're willing to step up and support your body in this way. Yeah. So we but do, but do that. Yeah, but do start out slowly. <laughs> start out slowly. Start out slowly. The company does send out with your first order a little um, announcement of how to introduce Biolumina into your body. Great, great. Well, Linda, it's just been great having you on the show today. And I learned some things and I hope that our audience did too. And I Hope they try Biolumina because I think it's, it's an amazing food. Thank you so much, Carol. Thank you. 